Welcome to Nonprofit Productive, the podcast informed by data and inspired by everyday experience. I'm Michael St. Pierre, your host, and I'm on a mission to help nonprofit leaders be more productive. Thanks for listening. Before we get into it today, why not sign up for my newsletter? It's called Nonprofit Studio. This features some of my favorite writing about nonprofits and productivity. Just head on over to nonprofitproductive.com forward slash newsletter. So today I'd like to talk about remote work, a topic that I am very passionate about. And an article caught my eye recently from businessinsider.com. The article written by Brittany Nguyen, apologies Brittany for totally butchering your last name, was titled, A third of managers want employees back in the office full-time because they think they're more motivated when monitored, survey says. Now, before we get into that article, a little bit about my own experience with remote work. Like many of you, I worked in a traditional office for the better part of 20 years. Some of that time was in the classroom as a teacher and the rest was as a school administrator, first as a dean of students, and then for seven years as the head of school. I was really fortunate in almost every circumstance. When I was a teacher, I could decorate, mostly, how I wanted my classroom to look. This made a difference in the space in how I felt about it as a teacher, and I think in how my students felt about it also as learners. Later, as an administrator, again, I could make the space feel more personal. A bit of a confession, at one point I asked our maintenance man to build me a standing desk so that I could adjust my working posture during the day. He was an artist, and boy did he come up with something special. Then, at age 42, I entered the world of remote work. I had to learn how to work from home, how to structure my day, and how to make sure I was getting the most important things done. This did not come to me overnight. Two things made a real difference for me and are habits that I still practice today. Number one, I used an app to track my time daily. And two, I always dressed for work. The app tricked my mind. When the timer's on, I'm more likely to work. When it's off, I can walk down the hallway and be present to my family. As for the clothing, I do not work in pajamas. I do not skip shaving for a week. Rather, I dress, mostly casually, but neatly and simply ready for work. I iron my pants every day and I dress up when I need to. These two small details, which might seem kind of unusual, (laughs) they've made a real difference in how I do remote work. And I'm also very fortunate in that I have a nice home office. My own experience as a remote worker was not only enhanced when COVID hit, but actually was really transformed. My nonprofit team was already remote, but COVID helped us lean into being an async, remote-first team. I'm now a huge evangelist for remote work. It's not an understatement to say that it's impacted my life in so many ways. Now that we're saying goodbye to the pandemic, and I'm recording this in October of 2022, nonprofits are still wrestling with how best to reconfigure its workforce. Should we stay fully remote? Should we make everyone come back into work? What if work isn't a place at all, like a place you go to, but a thing you do? What about hybrid? These questions are very real and very personal, sometimes even stressful. People have strong opinions about these questions. Talk to anyone who has been mandated to go, quote, back to work, even though they'll tell you that they likely got way more done at home, and that person will probably grimace. 
The stress of having to change where and how you work is not insignificant. Old school bosses place more priority on being physically present than on the results that individual contributors produce. Now, let's go back to the article at hand. This was an interpretation piece based on two surveys from Fiverr.com of over a thousand supervisors and another of over a thousand employees. A couple of summary points are given. First, 52% of supervisors want their employees to return to the office. Second, 30% of managers think employees are more motivated if they're being watched in the office. I'm not surprised by the first item. Managers of the old school are used to going to work and doing all of their work, quote, there. This is really old school, and it's best summed up with this mantra, go to work to get your work done. But friends, you and I know that the new way of work, whether hybrid or totally remote, throws this old thinking out the window. We know that there are now various places one can do his or her work and do it really well. It's the second item that catches my eye, that a third of managers think employees are more motivated if they're being watched at the office. I'd like to make the case in the face of this thinking that a new way of working places more trust in the individual. So long as the company, or in our case, the nonprofit, invests in teaching its staff how to work remotely, you can trust adults to be professionals and to do their work. If they're not able to do their work, the results will show. Oddly enough, and this has been my experience too, remote work exposes one's deficiencies because the premium is placed more so on the work you produce than whether or not you are at your desk in an office for eight hours a day. The best bosses I know learn how to find great talent, build them up, and get out of the way. And the best employees, they value autonomy, flexibility, and transparency. And guess what remote work provides most? autonomy, flexibility, and transparency. It's almost as if remote work is ideally suited for the modern workforce. Hint, that's because it is. So what do we do with all this? Well, I would say if you're working in a remote or hybrid nonprofit, lean into it. Soak it all in. The async communication, the collaboration without all of the meetings, the solitude and joy of actually getting your work done. You're in a special place. But if you're not in that kind of an environment, you're not in a remote or hybrid nonprofit, you do have some choices. I mean, you could leave, find something else that better suits you, or you can put into place those habits and routines and rituals within your traditional workplace that the remote workers enjoy in spades. Things like time for deep work, fewer meetings, clear expectations, a priority on results. Granted, it's more difficult, but you might have a positive influence on your peers horizontally, and I suspect your results will be noticed by people above you in the food chain. I have a sneaky suspicion that we'll have a few more podcasts dedicated to remote work, so stay tuned. In the meantime, how about you and I find even more motivation to serve our nonprofit, not because we need a manager watching us, but because we find intrinsic value in the work of serving others. Now that's something I think we can all get behind. All right, that's it for today. I hope you found this podcast helpful, whether you work in an office or you work somewhere else. I'm Mike St. Pierre, and you've been listening to Nonprofit Productive, the podcast.